Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the Honest Mess Podcast. Now before we even do anything here together, I just want to first apologize for A, probably the really shitty sound quality you're getting right now. I'm sure there's an echo there somewhere. Um, But currently in my house, it's quite literally impossible to escape outside sound. Um, Our neighbors are getting a new, um, what's it called? sewer thing put in (laughs) currently I'm blanking on it but you know the thing that holds the poop (laughs) they're getting a new one put in and it's right next to the room where I usually record these podcasts which has an okay uh reverb going uh I moved into my room but we live across the street from a day school or nursery and the kids are currently outside screaming on their playground So now I'm in our living room, which is also not great because a lawn company decided to join the sound party. Um, So I apologize for A, if you hear any kind of commotion in the background, if this is really shitty and you need to turn it down, um, I apologize. And you might also hear Tootsie walking around here because she's got those pretty little nails clamping against our tiled floor. Um... So yeah, first and foremost, apologies. Uh, second, how are we doing? How's it? Oh, here's the little girl right now. Hi, you want to say hi? You want to say hi? Okay. You can go lay down. That's a good girl. <laughs> She's so funny. Um, how's everyone doing? I hope you had a really wonderful Thanksgiving. As you might have noticed, there was no episode last week, and... That's just due to the fact that it was a totally crazy week, as all weeks are, aren't they, during this time of the year? I feel like no matter how hard you try, it's just turbo mode at all times of the day, and last week was definitely no exception. Uh, We were preparing to not just host a little mini Thanksgiving at our house, but also uh, go to a couple other ones. We were working. um, I was teaching at the new Naples Studio Revival. So it was just a crazy week and, um, oh, and preparing for a wedding. We went to our friend's wedding last weekend. Shout out Reed and Becca, um, two of our most favorite, favorite people in the entire world, got married and it was a sweet Jewish affair. It was lovely. Um, So yeah, last week was crazy. So definitely had zero time to even sit down and even process what I was going through. Um, But I'm glad I have this time now to kind of like, oh, maybe just take a deep breath. (laughs) Can we all do that together? I think it's so nice when like I listen to podcasts and the person's just like going on and on and on and they're like, okay, I need to shut the fuck up and breathe. (laughs) So we're going to do that together. So go ahead, relax your shoulders, wiggle your jaw, make sure the body's kind of loose and then take a deep breath in through the nose and exhale. Pour it out your mouth. (laughs) Let's do that one more time together. Deep breath in. And exhale. Okay. I already feel more grounded. (laughs) That's awesome. Did you know, (laughs) as I start to get back into the craziness, did you know that we are only really supposed to be breathing like four to six breaths per minute? per minute. 
Do you know how slow you have to breathe in order to get to that space? Well, there's the long guy. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're actually like breathing really, really fast, like too much. We're breathing way too much and way too shallow. I think I read the average rate of breath that we are breathing is like 12 to 15 breaths per minute. And what that does is it's actually like giving a signal to our body um, that we're needing to like kind of amp ourselves up, right? Because think about it, when you're shallow breathing or like breathing quick, usually you're like running or doing some kind of like hardcore cardio thing because you need the quick um, hits of oxygen to feed to your muscles and everything in the body that's working. So when we start to breathe a little bit deeper, it's a natural signal to the body that we don't need to amp ourselves up, that we can kind of just be chill and quiet and maybe not quiet, but (laughs) at least a little bit more relaxed. And trust me, your nervous system will thank you so much as soon as you start to slow things down. It's crazy. Um, so fun fact of the week for your Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. Um, I don't think I even introduced myself. My name is Julia Salaji. Um, I'm really, really happy you're here. I have had kind of like a, like I said, a wild couple of weeks and just starting to get used to again, this routine of not being a manager anymore and getting into a new space and yada, yada, yada. But along with all of that, I've gotten to start these brand new private sessions, like private yoga and breath sessions with my sweet aunt Nunny, who I interviewed for the podcast a few weeks ago, maybe if not a month ago. So if you haven't listened to my interview with my 94-year-old great aunt Nunny, please go and do so. I'm not just saying that, like it's pretty eye-opening the thing she says and I know some of you (laughs) messaged me after you listened to it and you're like I don't know if you meant to end that way but that was pretty dark (laughs) and the answer is yes I did mean to end in that kind of like dark thing that she said um just about getting old and things like that so if you haven't listened go listen but I have started these little private sessions with her um due to the recommendation of her daughter my was technically second cousin, but my aunt Peggy, who, um, is my mom's cousin and yeah, whatever you understand familial connections. So apparently my aunt Nunny was like not getting a lot of great sleep and she was really stressing out. And you know, there's this thing, I guess that Peggy was telling me about that when people get older, there's this thing called like sundown stress. So as soon as like sunset starts to happen, um, more senior citizens start to get really anxious and they're really not quite sure why this is happening. They think it has to do with just an end of the life anxiety type of thing. Um, so my sweet nunny, my little nuns was, um, not in the greatest of health and her anxiety was causing her to not get enough sleep and also start stressing at not just during the afternoon or evening, but at all times of the day. So, um, my aunt Peggy, Nunny's daughter, recommended that I just kind of like teach her a few breathing techniques, you know, just sit down with her and kind of like teach her all about this stuff. And I was, of course, more than happy to do it. So shout out Peggy. Thank you. Um, 
And it's been a real, real treat. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably been seeing those little updates that I have with her. And it's been amazing. She's um, just a really silly... I haven't, I didn't really realize how silly she was until I started having these sessions with her and really just getting to be one-on-one with her for a full hour and explaining what these things are like, you know, that little, I gave her that little fact that I just gave you about our breathing rate and she's just so funny. She's like, well, how come no one has ever told me this before? Well, I don't know. I guess it's not just part of the mainstream, you know, education. Uh, But she's been a great student. We usually start off our sessions with, so every morning anyway, she does these stretches and she's been doing them for like 25 years. Um, Believe it or not, Nunny has survived, I think, a heart attack and two strokes. And she's still like able to walk without a walker. She's able to have full-on conversations with you for long periods of time. She's a superhuman. I can't believe I shared genes with this woman. I feel very fucking lucky. And she, so she does these stretches every day that she learned from her physical therapist after I think she had her heart surgery. And, I mean, her mobility is unreal for a 94-year-old. She's able to reach her arms above her head. She's able to bend at the elbows and take one hand over the elbow and draw it in towards, like, her midline. It's, I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? I have students who are in their, like, 50s and 60s who can't do that. And it's pretty incredible. She does these side lunges. Like, her knees are great. Uh, the only thing we can't do is, like, go upside down because she has a heart valve, so... I mean, that pretty much gives us access to everything else. She can get up and down from the floor very easily. Um, so we start with her stretches, and I kind of give her little little pointers in order to feel them a bit uh, deeper or do them a little bit safer than what she remembers from 20 years ago. Then we sit and do breathing exercises together, um, which very basic breathing. We do in through nose, out through mouth for certain counts, and then in through nose, out through nose, eyes closed, eyes open. Very basic, but basically having her pay attention to her breath in the moment. So her mind isn't wandering. She's not thinking about this or that. She's just there with herself as she is breathing. So sorry, you'll never, you'll never get to know how that beat dropped. So the next thing I do with Nunny after we do our little breathing is we do some aromatherapy. And the one aromatherapy um, oil that I've really come to love, especially in my own yoga practice, is frankincense. If you've never tried frankincense, don't be turned off by the fact that it's involved in the nativity story. <laughs> it's there. Well, there's kind of a reason. It's a holy oil. I mean, it's uh, it smells nice. It just has a nice, relaxing, calming effect. But 
Uh, it's also been kind of like scientifically proven to lower the heart rate, to up our relaxation, to balance out the hormone levels in the brain. And if you don't believe me, Google it. It's pretty incredible. So I got, excuse me, I got Nunny a little roller of uh, the frankincense mixed with a carrier oil that she can, you know, either sniff or rub on her wrist and then take deep breaths of. So that's what we do. We have it, we roll it on her wrist and then we take like three deep breaths with it or if her, um, if she's really like active or feeling really um, energized that day, we'll do about eight and that has seemed to really help too. She loves it. I think we tend to overlook the power of aromatherapy. I mean, just think about the smells in your life that really, really make you happy. Like for me, it's the smell of coffee. Oh, immediately, as soon as I smell coffee roasting or even just like opening my jar of ground coffee, it's an immediate wave of dopamine. And the same thing goes for essential oils. Um, they invoke certain emotions in us depending on, you know, life experiences and things like that. But um, most tend to have a really calming, natural effect on the body. So we use the frankincense um, and then we end our session with sound healing. I mean, Nunny gets like the VIP treatment, y'all. It's <laughs> She really does. We do the, the movement, we do the breathing, we do the aromatherapy, and then we end it with like yummy sound healing, which if you've never attempted a sound healing like modality or technique before, highly, highly recommend. The reason I think it's one of the more powerful ones is because it really doesn't require us to do anything, which is why I also think it's really um, good for older people who maybe can't move a lot or whatever. But essentially, you just have to sit or lay down and close your eyes and just allow the sounds to wash over you. If you can do it in person, like doing like a crystal bowl or Tibetan bowl or singing bowls, um, anything like that in person, holy powerful. It's, ooh, ooh, it kind of gives me chills just thinking about it. Uh, a good friend of mine, Liz, shout out Liz Cahoon in the Southwest Florida area. I had her um, as a present to Dylan one year. I got a session with Liz. I think it was for about a half hour and Liz came over and played her crystal bowls as we like laid down in our living room and it was so relaxing and it also just clears the energy of the space too. If you feel like coming home doesn't feel like coming home, sound healing is a really great way to kind of clear out that stagnant energy as well. Um, but also just so beneficial for the body. I mean, the vibrations that start to move through you and kind of jiggle your cells uh, awake and uh, release those cobwebs, those energetic cobwebs of the body. Sound healing is incredible. However, if you do not have access to it in person, recordings still work. So don't like push those aside as something that's not an option. There's so many sound healing options on YouTube, on Spotify, on iTunes, what Amazon Music, I don't know, what, wherever you get your like usual music, go ahead and Google like Reiki sound healing or solfeggio frequency sound healing, um, chakra balancing. It's going to do wonders for you. And oh, like gongs and stuff. Oh, 
incredible. We do that. So I bring my big speaker so she can hear it. (laughs) And I just have her sit there with either her palms in her lap or on her thighs with her palms up, relaxing, sitting up tall so she's not slouching. And I play the sound healing maybe for like max seven minutes. And her coming out of that, you can just tell that something's been washed away or something's been released from her that maybe she didn't even know she was holding on to. And we all need that. (laughs) Sometimes if I'm like on my way to like an important meeting or if I'm like wanting to make a really good impression or like I'm going to lead a workshop, I will put on a sound healing track that I know will either invoke the type of energy I want to bring about or have or like they, um, it will, you know, just be more relaxing or get me out of my head and um, feeling like I'm not like jittery or anxious. And again, so many ways to do that. If you're a yogi person and you enjoy like the mantras of Sanskrit and chanting and all that, there's 800 million <laughs> on Spotify and YouTube. Um, you basically just have to Google mantras for blank. Um So if you're going to a big meeting, that means maybe it's like a potential like lift in um, salary or pay, maybe doing a mantra for abundance or a mantra for root chakra or financial security. I'm telling you, they work, guys. They ground you. um, They lift you up when you need it. And really all it takes is you believing in the power of the sound and um, not needing to control the outcome. It's pretty wonderful. Um, I also need to apologize for my stuffed nose because I've had a major ass sinus infection for the past week and um, apologies for the wreck that this episode is. Um, But the reason I wanted to bring up this stuff about Nunny is because, so just Western medicine sense, um, she went to the doctor like I think like three weeks after we started our sessions and the doctor was like, I don't know what you're doing, but your blood pressure is like lower than I've seen, like in a healthy range. Um, so keep doing it, I guess is what was said. And, uh, Peggy was there with her and she was like, it has to be your sessions with Julia. Like nothing else has changed. Like it has to be them. So Literally, her blood pressure was the lowest, Peggy said, she's seen in her whole life. In her whole life. Now, that's just from, I'm not kidding, three sessions and just like having the tools for her to do when I'm not there. Like I wrote down her breathing exercises and she I keep the uh, frankincense there with her. So she's been doing it on her own, like on and off. And it's helped that much. So this just all goes to show no matter what age you are, what stage you are in your life, how healthy or unhealthy you are, you can benefit from these self-healing modalities. Now, of course, I am not a doctor. (laughs) And I said this a lot when I was doing the chakra mini series, um, Of course, if you need the Western medicine help, you go and find it. Of course. That's why we're so lucky to... (laughs) Now my watch is talking to me. Um, I, of course, we need that kind of stuff. We're very lucky to live in 
um, a country that is able to provide those types of tools. However, if you're like me and can't afford it, <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. But if you want to find more natural day-to-day ways of making yourself feel a bit more at home in your body, they are fully accessible to you as long as you make the decision to do it. So the movement, I posted about this like on Instagram last week. The movement is medicine, guys. Even if it's just five minutes. Like this morning, I had every intention of getting on my mat and moving. And I ended up just doing mini stretches for about 30 minutes. And it felt so, so good. The movement, the breath, noticing when you're maybe rapidly breathing or when you haven't taken a deep breath in a while. And just taking two or three like we did just minutes ago at the beginning of this podcast. The aromatherapy, I think, is super underrated. And there are ways to do it without having to spend like a shit ton of money on essential oils. Um, I actually sell chakra sprays not to like self-promote but I am on my own podcast so I can do whatever the fuck I want but I do make my own chakra sprays that are really affordable they're only ten dollars a bottle and I infuse them with reiki healing energy and I can make them as a blend for whatever you want we can mix chakras together we can single them out um I'm actually making an order today for a couple of students so if you're interested in that holler at me um at any point in time, not just today if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's really accessible. Or even just like like I said, like with me, coffee is a really great way to boost my mood. If you have that for you, like maybe you love the smell of like cookies baking or you love like being able to go outside and, you know, if there's a freaking flower nearby, it's just smelling it for a few seconds those are small little ways, like little blips in the chaos of our day that we can really indulge in and enjoy. And then of course, sound healing. And it doesn't even have to be this hippie mumbo jumbo stuff (laughs) that I'm always talking about and endorsing. Um, Music is medicine. Music is healing. Think about how happy you are when you're like at a concert and you're listening to that favorite song or your favorite artist and you're just enjoying the environment with all those other people around you who are also enjoying it. Or even when you're in your car and a really good song comes on and you want to play it over and over and over again, just fucking do it. Music is a way to heal because it's a connection with other people. It's a connection with ourselves. There's something in that song or in that sound that's connecting to us and resonating with us on a really high level that maybe we don't even understand. So why block ourselves out from that kind of joy or happiness? And the, that's what I got with Nunny. For 94 years, she hasn't had the tools that she's been needing and finally now thank goodness we're able to work with each other and I'm able to introduce her to these things but she's doing it and she's 94 so if you think it's too late in your life or your mood or your life situation to start to heal yourself with these small uh, techniques and easy techniques throughout your day trust me you ain't. (laughs) You are not at all. It's never, ever too late to feed yourself what your body and mind want, you know? 
There's lots of studies that have been coming out recently that are proving that humans, so this human species, is not equipped to handle the constant sympathetic nervous system response we are putting ourselves in. So sympathetic nervous system response is like that um, running from a tiger response. It's the fight or flight um, when your body either chooses to freeze or move. And it's this lift in adrenaline where the entire body basically has to shut organs off from energy in order to support this like big move that we need to make. So like ancestors of our past needed it to run away from tigers (laughs) or, you know, run away from predators But now we are so safe in this society, we don't need those constant adrenaline bursts. And our bodies are essentially taking it on like like every every waking hour of our day. We're in an adrenaline-related response. Um, And I'm guilty of it too, of like we drink fuck tons of coffee or energy drinks or things that increase the cortisol levels in the brain in order to get that caffeine boost, which is healthy in small doses, but it's just kind of adding on to the huge amounts of stress that we're already putting on our bodies. So when we use these tools, like the ones I described today, small, small ways to just bring ourselves back down into a parasympathetic nervous system response, our body is able to relax We're reminding ourselves it's okay. We're not running from the tiger. We're all good to sit and be here. You know, safety, deep breaths, reminding ourselves that we're okay. Our bodies can heal really fast. And they're actually showing that all that adrenaline response, that sympathetic nervous system response is what's causing a lot of inflammation in the body. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know what really bad amounts of inflammation can do to the body. So on a Western sense, it makes sense. Or in a Western sense, it makes sense, right? To just give ourselves little pockets of healing throughout the day that take maybe five minutes. So on your drive to work, putting on a sound healing track or you know, wearing that little essential oil that you like and rubbing it on your wrist so you can um, smell it throughout the day. Just anything that's going to feel good. Three deep breaths. Oh, man. I can't tell you the amount of healing your body can experience just from three mindful, deep, long, extended breaths. (sighs) We need it. Guys, we need it so, so badly, especially around this time of the year when everything is heightened and it's chaos all the time. Offer yourself these little moments of healing. And that's our time for today. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening If you want to reach out or connect with me in any way at all, my Instagram is at Julia Salami. My Facebook is Julia Salagi Yoga. You can also just email me, jsalagi3 at yahoo.com. Let's chat. Let's talk. Let me know what you want to hear more of on this podcast. I love doing it. And I want to put more things out there of what 
you guys want to hear. So reach out to me. Um, check out my website, juliasalajiyoga.com, and under schedule, I have all my upcoming classes and events, including a Mexico yoga retreat with my good friend, Lindsay Perosi, who works at Y7 Studio in New York. Her and I will be co-leading a retreat in Mexico in March. So if you want details on that, you can email me or message me on Instagram. It's going to be a wonderful time. It's at the same campus I got my yoga teacher training, and it's beautiful. It's about an hour south of Cabo, really safe area. It's on a beach surrounded by mountains. You live in glamping tents that are, oh my God, guys, it's gorgeous. Um, So yeah, reach out to me if you want to attend that. And hopefully I will see you soon or hear from you soon. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Go out there and Give yourself some good so you can give good to others. Bye.